listening to Endeavors Radio with your host from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Dan McKee. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Endeavors. On today's show, I speak with actress, dancer, model, and influencer Larson Thompson. That's coming up on Endeavors. Influencer. It's one of those words and terms that we hear used a lot, but especially the older generation might not be able to put a specific meaning uh, on what it means. Uh, If you go to Wikipedia, it just says an internet celebrity, also known as a social media influencer, acquired or developed their fame and notability through the internet. Internet celebrities often function as lifestyle gurus who promote a particular lifestyle or attitude, including fashion, beauty, technology, video games, politics, music, and entertainment. A lot of Zoomers, I would say that the good majority of them are Zoomers or or Generation Z. So a lot of them are under the age of 20. It's hard to say whether they're more... Males or, or females or, or, or gender non-conforming people. But the two biggest platforms where they thrive are Instagram and YouTube. And we're seeing more now as well on TikTok. Many influencers are also involved in other aspects of the art. As we mentioned, uh, makeup, fashion, and beauty is common, but many also act and dance and, and model as well. One of these such influencers who has also done acting, dancing, and modeling is Larson Thompson. A dancer in the early part of her career, as well as a model, in the last few years, Larson has picked up some big acting work. She appeared in an episode of Shake It Up, uh, as well as in a pink video called Beautiful Trauma. She is the lead in the great new indie film, Pearl, in which she stars opposite Anthony LaPaglia. Anthony LaPaglia, of course for many years, was the star of Without a Trace, one of my favorite TV shows growing up, and has also appeared in Bad Blood, The Code, CSI, Lansky, Tales from the Crypt, The Twilight Zone, and Magnum P.I. On film... Anthony has appeared in The Architect, Balibo, Happy Feet, Happy Feet 2, Legend of the Guardians, The Owl of Gahul, A Month of Sundays, Dead Heat, The Salton Sea, Lantana, Autumn in New York, The House of Mirth, 
Summer of Sam, and two of my favorite movies, The Client and Mixed Nuts. The film Pearl is about uh, a young teenager whose mother dies and then is sent to live with a man who may or may not be her father. As I mentioned, uh, I spoke with the star of the film, the actress who plays Pearl, Larson Thompson. And in addition to the film, we talked about what it means to be an influencer, how we're seeing beauty redefined in Hollywood, why young people are such are, are, are driving the movement to social change, and also how her faith played a role in this movie, especially in, in one specific scene. So that's enough for me. Here is my conversation with actress, model, dancer, influencer, Larson Thompson. I'll be where you are, right? <laughs> totally, totally. How are you doing today? Good. Just uh, hanging out here in, uh, in Vancouver. Amazing. Yeah. I love it out there. I went to, I went to Toronto um, a very long time ago, but I want to explore so many more parts of Canada. Like Montreal is a place I've always wanted to go to. So I'm like so excited to go there one day. Well, if you're a foodie, then Mont- Montreal's the place to be. Yes. Um, a lot of great like smoked meats. Totally. Poutine. Yeah. All that, all that kind of stuff. Toronto, Toronto's great too. I was living out there for three years. Um, cool. So yeah, no, it's it's busy. It's very yeah. like Vancouver's much more LA and Toronto's much more New York. That's how I would describe totally. it. You know? Totally. So, yeah. But uh, how how was doing a, a a photo shoot kind of during this whole situation that we find ourselves in? Yeah, so it's just, it's very COVID-19. There's many guidelines, like, towards that. We, like, the makeup artists obviously wear shields and their mask, and they do my makeup and hair. Um, But I have to wear a mask up until they start hair and makeup. And then between shots, like, when I'm changing outfits, I have to re-put my mask on, take it off, um... But yeah, it's definitely different. And I'm very, I'm a very personable person. Like I love to like hug people and like, especially on set with the people that I'm working with. So it's definitely been a challenge for me. Um, but you know, I totally understand. And it's, it's, it's different. You know what I mean? It's just a different experience now with everyone with masks and yeah. it's just, it's crazy. It's, it was, it's a new world. <laughs> it was interesting. I was working on set last week it can, and you can hear their first at ego. Okay, extras, you can take your masks off now. Totally. I know it's weird. And to see how this is going to change so much of our industries, you know what I mean? Just in acting and everything like that. It's like to wear masks and I haven't done any filming stuff yet, but as far as photo shoots, like it's, it's, it's completely different and we're all staying six feet like hand sanitizer is our best friend. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, I, I had a chance to see Pearl, uh, this morning. Yeah, it was really good. You know, a lot of the reviews are, are calling this your breakthrough and are calling you a breakout star. You know, I, I know you've been active on social media for a while. You've got quite a YouTube following. 
do, do those words mean mean anything to you? Breakout, breakthrough. They do. You know, it's it's really amazing, and you know, the opportunity to be able to be in the movie Pearl and actually play Pearl was you know a surreal experience. You know, I've been acting. I grew up as a dancer and sort of got into the acting side but more on the commercial um, side of things when I was about 12 years old. So I did lots of commercials and up until about two years ago, I just really got into the theatrical side of things with film and television. And it was, it opened my eyes to a whole new world. I'm like, Whoa, this is so different and so amazing. And um, so I did a film about a year. No, maybe that was two years ago. It was my first film with Blumhouse Productions and I was a supporting lead with Sean William Scott. And then when Pearl came around, I remember the first, the first thing, I read the script and I was like, wow, I, I love this character. I can totally, I can relate to the character. I just, I feel this so much in my heart. And I knew, like my parents were saying, like I have such a great feeling about this one. And I was like, okay. Um, so I went in there for, you know, my first audition and it was it was great. The casting director was amazing. And then, you know, I came back for my second and third time. My third time I met with Bobby and, you know, he had me do one of the most emotional scenes in the movie was when I was telling my dad that I'm pregnant and just to see my range as an actor and to really kind of like, you know, let me give you the hardest scene, but I need to see what you're going to do because this character, you know, she's throughout the whole movie, she's like an emotional, you know, mess. You know what I mean? She's constantly, there's very few moments where she's very happy. Like she's very, you know, you're suffering grief, loss. I just lost my mother and how that's affected me as a teenager. And um, so anyways, all this to say, it's amazing that I was able to take on the role of Pearl. And it, it means so, so much to me that Bobby trusted and, you know, trusted me with this film to sort of lead it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm so beyond thankful and it's really opened my eyes to so much in the acting industry. And now I have this bug where I just want to be on set all the time. And I have so much love for the craft of acting. And I think that experience and just getting, you know, a full on, you know, with the crew, with everything like that, it was sort of my first big, you know, film and like actually being on set as an actress and leading this film it was sort of my breakthrough you know what I mean so it's amazing and I, I couldn't have asked for a better you know movie to be a part of for that and to work with Anthony and Bobby was you know an, an incredible experience so it's it's been great you know here you are it's it's your first big film and 90% of your scenes are with the heavyweight that is Anthony LaPaglia um, yes. who, who, who plays your, your, your father figure. What do yes. you remember about, about working with him and what was it like sort of the first time you got to sit down opposite him? Yeah. So, you know, we got, so everything was casted and I think we had about two months till we were about to start shooting and Anthony and I, we did some test reads together and it was amazing because he was such a cool guy from the minute I met him he was so welcoming like he's like hey give me a hug like don't be shy like let's let's give me a hug and I'm like oh my gosh and you know my family's from Australia 
And so they love Anthony. So everyone was like, I cannot believe you're working with him. He's so beyond talented. I've seen all the movies he's done, you know, without a trace was one of my favorite shows. So to be able to work with them, I was like, this is like a, an incredible experience. And, you know, Anthony really taught me so much throughout the whole entire film. I learned so much. I grew as this person. I grew as an actor. And I am so thankful for him and the advice that he gave me throughout the whole film. There'd be many scenes where, you know, there was one scene that we were doing together and, you know, we both were kind of like, how should we do this? Or, you know, I was like, Anthony, I need your help on something. Or how would you, you know, how would this line come off if you were to say it? And he would help me and he would guide me. And I'm just happy that I had somebody like that, you know, to be sort of like an anchor to be like, all right, this is what you should do. You know, like I've learned from these experiences. So don't do this, don't do that, but do this. Um, and so he really guided me throughout the whole film and really helped me and was sort of like, was like a mentor to me. And still to this day, we're good friends. I text him all the time and I, and I'm just so, so thankful for him. And he's, he's such a talented actor and an amazing person. So I'm super blessed. How, how, do you do you two discuss the scenes at all? I'm I'm thinking the scene at the very end where he where he tears up the envelope because he doesn't want to know. Did you yeah. two have your own private conversation about what you think the, those characters thought at, at that moment, or or did you each do your own thing independently? Yeah, we definitely Anthony and I definitely talked I think before every scene that we had together sort of like what was our what was our goal what is this scene about you know like how are we feeling what's really happening and going on here really breaking down the scene which it, I think is an important is, is super important you know what I mean and for that scene specifically it's like in the end you know Anthony that was the last one of the one of the last I think that was our last day. Yeah. So we filmed that last scene. It was our last day on set. So Anthony and I had grown so much, you know, in a, in a personal friendship, you know what I mean? And also as actors in this film, as a, as a relationship just continues to grow. So in that scene, it was just like, we were so comfortable with each other and it was, it's this amazing thing to be like, you know, whether you were my daughter or not, like, I love you. Like you, you know, Pearl, you've impacted my life. Jack, you've impacted my life and I love you. And it was the first sort of comfort that I felt ever since my mom died. And I just remember being so into the scene. Like I had never been hugged. You know what I mean? Like after my mother died, there was one scene where Anthony had hugged me throughout the movie when I was gone all night. But that was just so meaningful to be like, wow, like he loves me. Like even if he is my dad or not, whether he's my biological dad, he's this fatherly figure that's come into my life and, you know, has made an impact and who I, who I want to, you know, who I want to grow with, you know what I mean? So it was, it's, that's like one of my favorite parts in the movie. Cause it's just like, you know what, at the end of the day, like Anthony and I grew as, I mean, Jack and I grew as just, you know, friends and just like he became my father and whether he was or not so it's 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 really cool at the end did did this film then allow you to re-examine what you think family is and, and what that means yeah and you know like I've said to Bobby and, and and Anthony from the beginning I have a super super close relationship with my dad and my family you know means everything to me in my life you know they're my best friends my support system and I'm I'm with them every single day. They mean so much to me. So to kind of have this relationship and how this movie kind of, you know, walks around 
the relationship between a father and daughter was like so amazing to me because I have such a close relationship with my father. And, you know, we, you do go through difficulties, you know, this was its own sort of difficulty in the fact that like he had just came into my life at 15 years old and I'm like, you haven't been here the whole time. And now I'm going to accept you to be my father. But to see how just I grow, you know, how Pearl's character just grows into just accepting him and being like, you know what, honestly, like, he's all I got, you know what I mean? And I thought that was, that was really, really amazing. But it's, it it definitely, I could bring my love that I have for my dad into this movie. And, um, you know, the relationship between a father and a daughter is just so special. And there's really nothing like it. Did it, did it also teach you anything about love? I did. It really did. Because, you know, it's, it, it taught me just like in the fact that like, he didn't need to know if I was his daughter, you know, just because I, it's like he, you know, he was in the point of about to be, be killing himself. You know what I mean? Like Jack was going through his own issues and I think like I kind of saved his life in a way because he's like, whoa, this girl may be my daughter. If not, like I'm going to be raising this girl and she doesn't have a mother and she's going through so much trauma and grief and how accepting he was, you know, to a, a girl who may not be his daughter, I think was incredible. And in the end, I think that the, the impact that it is and that he rips it up, like, I think a lot of people were like, no, but I really wanted to know. I'm like, no, but it speaks so much louder that he ripped it up because it just showed who cares. You know what I mean? And it's a different situation, but I have a brother who's adopted from Guatemala. And although we may not be, you know, biological, you know, same bloods from the same mom, like he's my brother and I love him as my brother and he's my best friend. And so it's a different situation, but it's very similar in that way. Like I don't look at him any differently than I do my, my brother who I am related to. Um, so yeah, it, it really did. It, it did. Do you think you're, how, how, how similar do you think you and Pearl are, would you say as people? As people, I definitely think we're, you're, we're very different. You know, it's like, I have not gone through a lot of the experiences that she went through and, and just not in that way, you know, and, you know, we all have, we all go through our own experiences in different ways. And I, for this character, people ask me if there was anything I sort of brought into the film to really take on that role. And for me, you know, I lost my grandma and grandpa who were like my, you know, my second mom and dad who lived with us. And I definitely brought that, that grief that I still feel, you know what I mean? Into the movie, because I feel like you really never know what it's like to lose somebody until you actually lose someone. And, you know, with Pearl at such a young age to lose her mother, um, is, is unbearable. And it, you, it's, you see it through the movie. You know what I mean? I go through a roller coaster ride as a teenager, getting involved with boys, you know what I mean? Getting pregnant and doing all these things to fill this void in my heart of losing my mother. And it's just really impactful because it really does show like, this is what happens as a young child when you lose your parent, you know what I mean? And for me, it's like, I definitely brought the loss and and the grief that I felt of losing my, you know, my, my grandparents into the film and just kind of relating to Pearl and in a different, in a different way, but it's, it's still loss and it's still grief.
what kind of conversations did you have with, with Bobby and Anthony about um, like trauma and mental health? That's something that we're, we're talking a lot about now um, in, in, in the era of COVID and, and how, you know, mental health, there, there's a stigma associated with it that needs to be removed. Uh, what, what were the conversations around that like in regarding to the tone you wanted to bring across um, for the film? Yeah, um, I, you know, I, I am so passionate about, you know, I totally am so for, you know, expressing, you know, mental health, it's a real thing. And it's not just something that people, you know, it's a, it's not just a mental thing, it really is. And I've seen it in my own family. And even I suffer from OCD and things like that, you know what I mean, that are, that are, that are mental illnesses. And I think for Pearl, it's like trauma has such a huge effect on somebody. And I think throughout this movie, it was like, sorry, somebody's car is honking like crazy over there. Um, I think, you know, for Pearl, it was really showing like how trauma really does affect somebody. It's not just something that people can forget. You know what I mean? Like you could block how you really feel to the back of your mind, but in the end, your actions and everything you do moving forward is caused from that trauma. And I think throughout the movie, Bobby was, we, you know, Bobby, you know, it's very related to his own personal experience. You know, Bobby's sister, this exactly happened. Bobby's sister was shot by his brother-in-law and then his niece or nephew, I, I don't know exactly, found, you know, his mother and father dead. And at such a young age, seeing something and your eyes being opened up to that and seeing such a traumatic event has such a huge effect on the children as they grow up and getting into new relationships. You know what I mean? And so it does have a huge effect. And I think it was just really being raw and vulnerable and really seeing how, you know, life isn't perfect. You go through ups and downs and especially when you carry something like that of, losing your mother, mother and the trauma that you see at a young age, carrying that through your life. It's, it's, it's a real thing. You know, in, in this film, Isaac, Eve and Jack all make decisions for Pearl on her behalf that she doesn't agree with. At, at, at what age do you think in regards to future and family, can kids start speaking for themselves and and how much do they have to let adults still run their lives yeah um you know I, I really think it depends on the environment for sure that you're surrounded in and 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 your parenting and just the situation that you're in but for me it's for my own personal experience you know at 18 is when I sort of felt like I I mean, I still live with my parents and I'm 19 now, but when I turned 18, you know, I had this new form of independence, you know, where I'm, you know, I'm a legal adult and I can, I have my own car and I can do my own thing. And I don't necessarily need to ask my parents for permission to stay out past, you know, 11 PM, 12 AM. You know what I mean? Like I'll let them know, Hey, I'm going to be home here. Or, um, but I think at 18 is when you sort of start, when being a legal adult really hits where you're like, wow, I can make my own decisions now. Like now I need to take on a lot more of my business and my responsibilities as an adult. And yeah, I'd say 18. And then I think it just 
you know, as you grow more independence as, as, it, as you, as you grow older at 21 and, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. You, I know you, you started off as, as a dancer and a model. What have you learned about craft in, you know, compared to, to acting compared to dancing and do, do you approach them differently? Yeah. Um, you know, dancing, acting, modeling, they're all forms of expression. And at a young age, you know, I was constantly, performing i you know i've worked on music videos my whole life i played pink in her music video with sia and katie perry and janet jackson and dancing with these incredible artists who i've learned so much from and sort of taking their vision as a dancer and an actress and being able to tell a story through my movement you know as a dancer and then through modeling it's like i'm able to express myself through my facial expressions and the way that i'm acting and i'm feeling you know having to cry on set for the picture and then when it comes to acting, it really just becomes, you know, putting yourself into the shoes of somebody else and it's expressing that and really being vulnerable and showing, you know, being raw and really, really, you know, taking on the character and it, it, acting is, it's, you know, it's a hard job. And I really realized that in playing a role like this, um, when, when, when Pearl as a character has gone through so much, I really had to take a step back and sit here and just really, you have to really just think, how would she feel? You know what I mean? And I really became the character. I told Bobby there were many days where I got back into my car and I had such, had such an emotional scene that I would cry for like another hour afterwards. It's like I still felt like I was Pearl and that I was in the film. And I would like cry for an hour and then I'd be back to Larson. But it's really amazing how you, you know, this, it's such an art form where you can really just step into the shoes of somebody else and, 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 and be them, you know, not even act, but really be them and show what it's really like. Um, so it's amazing. But yeah, through all of these things and, you know, in the past few years, I've been able to fuse all of them together, my acting, my modeling and my dancing, every shoot I'm on, you know what I mean? They're like, do some expressions or you know if i'm on a modeling shoot they're like dance for us and then music videos i'm able to incorporate my acting into it and it, it, it's all just it's amazing and so my one day dream is to do some like action film where i can fuse my dance and then be like charlize theron where i can wear like an incredible outfit and be just so cool and bring in action with acting that's a dream one day. <laughs> did did this project teach you anything about the overall, you know, filmmaking experience? And has it made you want to expand maybe in the future to, you know, producing or writing or, you know, anything that's maybe not in front of the camera? Yeah, I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. I've... I've always been interested in stuff like that, you know, seeing the production side of things. I recently had to, you know, shoot a whole campaign by myself at home. And I think it, it opened up my eyes so much to the production side of things and how much work goes into it and dedication and just set organizing and everything, you know, it's, it, it's, it takes a team. And so shooting this campaign all at myself at home, setting up tripods and backdrops and everything like that. I'm like, whoa a lot goes into creating a film let alone a photo shoot anything like that um so i think what's what i love you know i'm very i'm a very creative person so i love to come up with ideas and even you know throughout the film anthony and i would tell bobby hey 
something, you know, this doesn't really, I, I, I can't, I don't, I'm not feeling it. You know, I'm not, something's not working here. And, and Bobby immediately was like, all right, well, let's fix it. Let's figure out how we can make this to where it works for you both. And so I definitely have a creative side to where I like, just like to see if things work and make my own decisions. Um, but I don't know, you know, I, it, it, maybe writing, I love to write. So maybe in my, in my future, near future, maybe writing something, but I don't know. We'll see. You, you have been described as an influencer and I think for a lot of the older generation, they, they hear that word, but they don't necessarily know what it means. How, how, how would you describe what being an influencer is? You know, as an influencer, I think it's, it's, it's making an impact. And you know, there are all these young girls that follow me on social media and anything like that, you know, who, who have watched me dance as a young girl. Um, it's, it's about inspiring people and through every channel that I have, YouTube, Instagram, acting, you know, interviews, everything. It's like, it's, I'm all about just inspiring young girls and motivating them to be themselves and loving themselves for who they are. You know, I'm redhead, fair skin, freckled, you know, something that I used to be so insecure about as a young girl. And now it's something that I cherish the most about myself because it, it makes me me and it makes me Larson. And you know, I, I really just, with the influence that I do have on my platforms, is to really just set an example for young girls. Mm. And, you know, also just using my platform for good, you know what I mean? And talking about social issues. And I'm involved with a charity called Charity Water that brings clean water to every person on the planet. And they go in these, build these wells that fills, you know, that f gives thousands of people clean water. And I've been able to see the effects of people who drink dirty water because they don't have access to clean water and I think it's something we all take for granted until you really realize like wow there's so many people in these countries that don't have it and they're and they're suffering so many difficult you know experiences and traumas from that so I definitely just try to use my platform for as much good and information that I can give to people yeah a lot of your videos have dealt with you know skincare beauty all, all that have you do you, do you think standards of, of beauty are, are changing in society that they're, we're, we're, we're experiencing and appreciating beauty in a different way than maybe we did 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, totally. I, I, you know, and, and a great example for that is the modeling industry. You know what I mean? We, you know, to be a model, you really had to be 5'10", taller, very, very thin. And now it's, you see girls on the runway who are 5'7", and you know, you're seeing different body shapes and, you know, difference in skin and diversity. And that's important because it's, it's what it's, it's the world. You know what I mean? Like to be able to experience and travel, like I've been able to do and experience different cultures and meet different people and the backgrounds that we all come from, you know, but coming together as people, you know what I mean? And I think I've, I've definitely seen so much more change, whether it be just in diversity or, you know, body shape in the modeling industry, not just calling a model, just a model because they're very, very thin, but looking at girls and seeing them as beautiful and seeing their body as beautiful, just as the way that it is. And I think that's so important. And that's what I tell young girls is we don't have to change anything about ourselves. You know, we were all uniquely made the way that we're supposed to be. And we need to cherish that about ourselves. There's a, there's a great line in the film that says, um, 
people hate who they think we are. Uh, as, as someone who has a, a, a large following, how do you deal with the so-called haters? <laughs> how do I deal with the haters? Well, I definitely, you know, I think anyone with a platform and a following, you know, and it goes through challenges of people, you know, hating them on them and picking on them for anything they do. And I've just gotten to the point where I, I just don't let it bother me. You know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, I don't know who they are. They may just be somebody behind a computer screen that is really bored and just wants to, you know, pick on somebody. And maybe it's because they're very insecure themselves. So, you know, all I know is at the end of the day, if I'm doing the best that I can do, if I'm putting out some, everything that I put out, as long as it relates to me and it's authentic to who I am, I know that I'm doing the best I can. So when it, haters come along, I'm just like, you know what? That's you. That's your own opinion. Thank you for sharing. Um, but I know who I am and I know my morals and I, and I, I believe I'm confident in myself now. It's taken a while, but I believe I'm confident in who I am to know that, you know, people are just picking on me and giving me a hard time because maybe they don't feel the best about themselves. And, and it's sad to me. So I, I just don't let it affect me. <laughs> well, you know, on, on that note, do you, is the younger generation, your, your generation, Gen Z, are they misunderstood? Do you think, do you, uh, are there certain things that maybe young people understand or, or think they know that, that the older generation doesn't think the same way about? I think so. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think generation by generation, we, we learn new things, you know, we become more educated on things. Um, and I think the world evolves, you know what I mean? People, we grow up, we, we experience new things and generation to generation, things that I have in my day, my mom's like, whoa, we didn't have that or we didn't know about that. And it's, it's interesting to see, but it just shows how much we evolve as people. And, um, yeah, I definitely think Gen Z, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a generation that's, I think, going to be the ones to, to really speak out, you know, and bring awareness to things that we aren't talking about, um, which, is, which is amazing. So I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's interesting because a lot of the, the revolutions that we're seeing and, and, you know, social change are started by young people, you know, yeah. uh, younger millennials, Gen Z. What is it about the, I guess, the, the mindset of a younger person that is m maybe more pushed to, to, to bring about a positive difference? Yeah. Um, I think at a young age, you know, it's, it's, I think we have so much more love for people. I think as we get older, or as you become more of an adult and things like that, I think maybe we may become more judgmental or just really think, you know, we, we, we make our opinions and then we only believe in that. And we focus everything to like, oh no, well, this is what I believe, you know? And I think as a young person, it's like, we see both sides to everything. And especially, you know, me, it's like, instead of division, like we need to all unite as people, you know, at the end of the day, like we all need to be spreading love to one another. I feel like there's so much hatred in this world and it, it, it's, it's really, really sad. And I think young people, you know, we're, we're, we're young and we, and we see everyone as beautiful and we don't see differences and we don't divide, but we want unity. And, and, and I think it's just about spreading, spreading love to people. And I think there really needs to be more love in this world. And, 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 and yeah.
you, you know, speaking of love, you and Jack bond um, through what, watching a film uh, on the laptop. Have, have you thought about the language of film and, and the language through film and, and how it can bring two otherwise unconnected people together? Yeah, it really, really can. There's many, there's many films that have impacted me, you know, that I can relate so much to. I see a scene and I'm like, it's almost like word for word and exactly how something in my life was like. Are you still there? Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. Okay, perfect. It went like, it paused for a second. Um, but I think, you know, there's so many things that you can watch a movie and really relate to as a person and be like, wow, like that's, that's something that I, that's literally happened to me. And I think, you know, in, oh goodness, what was I trying to say? I, I was, I was going to tell you something. Oh goodness, it was at the tip of my tongue. Oh, oh yes, 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 I have. I, I knew what I was going to say. Um, and it's amazing to see the impact that Pearl has had on such people, you know, have been like, wow, you know, I can really relate to Pearl. Like, like my life and my experiences, I can really, really relate to her. And it's, it's helped me and it's healed me. And at the end of the day, I told Bobby, I said, if this movie is bringing healing to people that have gone through loss and that have gone through trauma and have suffered through grief, I said, that's what this movie's about. It's about bringing healing and, and, and really helping people. And Bobby said that there's a, a group of, um, he was apparently going, I think he was talking to them today, but people who have gone through trauma and they all watch the movie and it's really helped them through it. And, and I'm like, it, it makes me feel so happy and so proud because to be a part of a film that's helping people and impacting people, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, that's amazing. And it's the most incredible feeling. So yeah, I definitely think films can have such a huge impact on people, for sure. Yeah. The the film that you two watch in the film is Barbarian Invasions, which is, a, I don't know if you know, it's a bit of a Canadian legend. Um, it was the first Canadian, yeah. it was the first Canadian film to win Best Foreign Language um, at the Oscars uh, in, in 2003. Um, were you familiar yeah. with that? Were you familiar with that film before Pearl and, and, and have you watched it since if you weren't? I wasn't, um, I, Bobby was talking about it and had told me, you know, from the beginning, you know, Barbarian Evasions is a, is a, is a film that's going to have an impact in this film. And I'm excited for this scene. And I was always like, oh, okay. And then finally Bob was like, all right, I need you to, I need you to watch it. Cause I really need you to see, you know, finally when we got to the scene, when we we're talking and watching the movie, I was like, I really want to get some context on what, what this film is about. And he showed Anthony and I, Anthony and I were watching it together before we started shooting just this, these scenes and barbarian invasions. And it was, it was super impactful. And I think like, you know, Anthony, I, I felt like he was, you know, trying to shove movies down. And I asked him, I said, well, do you relate to the father? And it's interesting to see how, you know, it's just a film that helped him. And I don't know, I think it was, it's, it's, it was, it was really, really cool to have a film like that. And especially because it had such an impact on me, you know, seeing somebody, I think it, it definitely triggered something in me seeing him pass away at the end. 
was like bringing back memories from my mom, but it opened up a new conversation for Jack and I um, watching that film in the movie. So that was awesome. Uh, obviously, you know, you have a long experience in dance, but Pearl plays the, the piano in the film. Um, do you consider yourself musical in that sense at all? So I sing. I'm coming out with music very, very soon, which I'm excited about. Um, do I play the piano? No. Guitar? No. Anything like that? No. <laughs> but I'm actually, after this film, I've been inspired to learn how to play the piano. So I've already started. I'm learning the piano right now. It's very challenging. My little brother's the musician in the family, so he tries to teach me all these things. And I'm like, all right. Let's take it slow, but hopefully one day I'll be a pro like you. Um, but it, it really inspired me to start learning to play the piano. It's like, it's really cool because my cousin watched it with me the other night and she's like, that's not, is that you playing the piano? And I go, when would you think that I would learn the piano or you would have known if I could play the piano because it's all I would be doing. Um, but no, I, I'm not, but I do sing. <laughs> Uh, another thing that we find out Pearl is, is she's a bit of a math genius, bit of a math whiz. Um, was that something you could relate to at all? You know, I, I never was a big fan of math. I, I made sure I got a good grade, but it wasn't like my favorite thing to do. I definitely was not a math whiz like Pearl. I was like, wow, she's very smart. The way to the teacher, she's answering everything off the top of her head in a second. Um, I, I wish I could do that, but no, that's not personally me. I wish, though. I really do. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because in, in this film, Pearl goes from private school to public school, and through her relationship with Sylvia, I think we kind of experienced two different L.A.s. Um, did you think at all about, about the concept of privilege? The concept of privilege... Sorry, do you mind? You cut out a little bit in the second question. Oh, yeah. Do you mind just repeating it? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, well, I was just saying, you know, between you and Sylvia and Pearl changing schools, we experienced two different yeah. versions of L.A., I think. Have, have you thought or did you think at all about the concept of privilege um, as it relates to Pearl and, and how you think that idea is, is changing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... You know, it, it was, I think, really interesting, you know, to have Sylvia, somebody like that, come into my life who was, you know, so into the things that I used to, you know, when I, I clearly didn't have much anymore when my mom passed away, but, like, how interested she was in having shopping and how Chanel bags and, you know, materialistic things would make her happy at the end of the day. And I think for somebody like Pearl, I don't think she was ever really into that. I think definitely she was privileged, but I... I, I don't think she was into the stuff like that and really just cared about the person that, that Sylvia was. And it didn't matter that Sylvia lived in maybe a, a house that she thought wasn't, you know, that was too embarrassed to show me. I think Pearl at the end of the day doesn't care whether you live in a small house or a big house. It's really just about the person you are. And I think she was a great, great friend. And I think it, it really... It really hurt. It even hurt me because I'm like, whoa, even like Melissa, the person, for her to be like us doing that scene and for her to really just stab me in the back like that and be like, all right, I don't really want to be friends with you anymore. 
like go back to your rich life and stuff like that. I just remember, I was even impacted myself. I'm like, goodness gracious, like this would kill me as a human being. You know what I mean? I would be heartbroken if I lost my best friend like this. Um, so no, I definitely think just, you know, whether, you know, you come from a private school or a public school or whatever it is, it's like at the end of the day that we're people, you know, and, 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 we're, we're equal. And I think that was super important. And I think it's just not caring or, you know, about whether somebody has more money or not at the end of the day, like we just, it's, she, I didn't care about that. That wasn't my intention at all. There's a great scene at the, at the end where you, where you Pearl visualizes her mother and she talks about heaven and in, in, in the afterlife. Is, is that something that, that, that you've, thought at all about after making this sort of the, the the concept of life and death and and mortality yeah you know i am a i'm a christian so i i believe in going to heaven and you know god is a really plays a big 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 role in my life and you know i my faith and i have very strong faith and I think it's, it's, it is, you know, I definitely think that, you know, we all are meant to be somewhere after this, you know, it's, it's, you know, heaven is such a beautiful place that I think God's created for, you know, all of us to live eternally there. And um, so being so strong in my faith and seeing how that came into the film was um, really cool to me because I, I do think like, it's amazing to have some sort of hope to know that like we're going to heaven you know what i mean that there's it, it doesn't just end here um so yeah that definitely related to me uh would you say you you had a favorite memory from shooting favorite memory from shooting i think all of our our lunch breaks were honestly so fun because i was so close with the crew by then and i just remember being you know having such emotional scenes and then at lunch being able to laugh and just be myself was, you know, so amazing. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is actually the dancing scene that I have with my boyfriend. Um, or not my boyfriend, just the boy that I'm seeing. And it's, it was amazing because it brought such light to the film and um, it wasn't even, you know, scripted. We just, one day we're like, why don't we, he was a dancer as well. We're like, why don't we add a little like dancing scene into this? Like it just felt natural and it brought such light to the movie. And I definitely think that was one of my favorite scenes. And other than that, just my scenes with Anthony, I think were so amazing. And to work with somebody like him, who's, you know, so well accomplished and to be able to feed off him as an actor was incredible. So I'm really grateful. It was overall such an amazing experience. And what do you want audiences to, to take away from it when, when they watch it? Yeah, you know, I, I think what I want people to take away from Pearl is, is that loss is a real thing. And the grief that you feel from losing somebody is really, really difficult and hard. And, and, it, and it impacts the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And I hope this movie, you know, when people watch it, they get some sort of healing or they feel some sort of relief to know that they're not alone, that everyone goes through this um, in different experiences, but we all go through it. Um, so yeah, I hope this movie brings healing and I hope it impacts people's lives and, um, and brings comfort to people.
Well, the film is Pearl, uh, and it is out now, I do believe, uh, available yes. on, on streaming, uh, VOD, and all the fun new ways to consume movies these days. Right? Uh, yes. Uh, Larson Thompson, thanks so much for, for stopping by. Of course. Thank you so, so much. Well, uh, you have a, a good rest of your day, and stay safe out there in L.A., you know, don't... Uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't let anything frighten you out there, right? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, you too. Well, hopefully I'll be over in Canada soon. I love it over there. So um, sending love to all of you. Thank you. And Canada looks forward to your album when it comes out. <laughs> yes! Woohoo! <laughs> all right. Amazing. Thank you so much. No worries. Have a good day. Ciao. All right. You too. Bye. That was my conversation with Actress, model, dancer, influencer, Larson Thompson. She is the star of the new film, Pearl, which is out now. If you want to see Larson's videos, you can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Perfect 10 Enterprise, which already has over 100,000 followers. Or, if you prefer... You can follow her on Instagram, Larson Thompson, all lowercase, where she has 683,000 followers. And yes, she is also on TikTok at Larson Thompson. That does it for me today. I will have one more show up this week, and it will feature the author, Emma Donahue, who you may know as the author of Room, which got turned into the Academy Award-winning film. She is the author of the new book, Pull of the Stars, which is set during the 1918 flu pandemic. So what can we learn from that? Also, I'll be speaking with singer, songwriter, indie musician, Haley Blaze about her new album and how one of her songs was inspired by E.T. Then next week, stay tuned for my conversation with author Andrew Piper about The Resident, a White House set ghost story involving Franklin Pierce and his wife, the First Lady Jane. That'll be fun. As well, next week you'll hear from documentary filmmaker Eric Marola about an insane story that went down in Andorra, as well as actress Agnes Bruckner. That does it for me today. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you next time. Goodbye for now. I just like to have a lot of sex. <laughs>